we all memorialize and we all socialize our journey and our story, right? And we do that, right, on social media. And some people do it more than others, right? Some people share everything, some people share nothing. This is your healthcare story, right? And you get to decide who you share it with, how you share it, but it's your healthcare story. So hopefully we're getting past, you know, COVID and, and with vaccine rollouts that we're moving in the right direction, but we are not gonna let these things kind of fall to the wayside again, right? Playback and using and leveraging technology like this is something that is part of our day moving forward. And it's so great to see that patients are so happy with it. Welcome to 20 Minute Health Talk, where some of the brightest minds in healthcare help us break down the latest news and developments. Today, we're zooming into Lenox Hill Hospital in Manhattan. And our special guests are Dr. David Langer. He's the chair of neurosurgery at Lenox Hill Hospital. We have Joe Leggio, who is the Associate Executive Director of Experience Services for the New York City region. And we have Greg Odlin. He's the CEO and co-founder of Playback Health. Playback Health is this awesome new technology that helps people in the hospital to remember what their doctor said and to help them with their healthcare journey. This is so awesome. Just tell us a little bit about Playback Health and how it's helping change lives. Well, thanks for having us on here. This is, uh, this is a lot of fun and it's, it's great to have Joe Leggio and, and, and David here with us. Um, as they've been the, the biggest users and proponents of, of what Playback is doing. But um, yeah, so, so Playback uh, as a company has been around since uh, 2018, but really the idea came many years before when David started to use video as a, a way to better communicate with patients. Um, they had a tremendous uh, feedback and, and use for it, and they started to use it in the discharge process so that the nurse practitioner reading from your EMR highlighting the most important things, your wound care, prescriptions, you know, what you needed to do after discharge. And again, it was a little film review that the patient could open up when they got home and review it. Ken Court and I, who were working together for years on this, we both sort of had an aha moment that we had to get to mobile and we'd already really built a, a complete web version of playback back then. We went through a different group of names and we actually rolled out a web version of this in this department around uh, 2014 to 2016. We studied it. We studied it. We, you know, mostly my patients because I was the only one crazy enough to put up with it. And, um, you know, then it kind of crashed and burned. It was, it was tough to support. It was too, it was too heavy on the back end to keep it up and running. Just, it was horrible after all that work. And then out of the blue sky, you know, Greg kind of descended from heaven. Um, he left his, had left his job uh, in, in Wall Street and I'd been talking to him out, out of his ear off for the past, you know, 15, 16 years about it. And he, you know, we started talking about the new version of this. We raised money with the health system. The health system is a big supporter of ours, built a completely mobile version. And so we, the lessons learned were we knew it would work. It was just a, we just created a much more efficient way of creation and consumption that allowed it to be created on mobile and delivered on mobile and consumed on mobile, which was, you know, breathtakingly cool. And we're still not done. I mean, there are many, many obstacles to this, uh, even with COVID and with all the tailwind that we have. And so that's what we're, working tirelessly on to solve these problems and create opportunities that didn't exist before. And just, you know, like in the words of Silicon Valley, you make the healthcare world a better place. Yeah. And I think what's so great about Playback Health is that it really uh, is, I guess, kind of adaptive. And, and Joe and Dr. Langer, you could talk about this, how this helped during COVID. Absolutely. So uh, it's actually almost probably a year to the date that Dr. Langer approached me about utilizing playback as a way to communicate to patients and families 
you know, a year ago when we were at the height of of, of COVID. And uh, at first, like with all new technology, right, you have your concerns, you have, what's the learning curve on this? Do we have the time? Can we learn it? Will people use it? Does it work? And and I have to I have to thank Dr. Langer for for pushing that because he said, you know, I've seen this, I've used it, I know it will work. And so I spent uh, five minutes, seven minutes having him show me how to use the app, showing me how to use the technology. And I had this aha moment uh, that I think happens to everyone as soon as they start to use playback of this is going to help us and this is going to save and close that communication gap that we all have, where, as Greg said, we're trying to answer that fundamental question. What did the doctor say? What was the update? What's the plan? And what does the family need to know? And at the height of COVID, like most hospitals across the country, we didn't have visitation anymore. So we didn't have families present at the bedside to hear those updates, to hear what was going on. So we had to fill that gap. And quite frankly, using, you know, just a telephone, right? And a cell phone call wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to give them that information. Uh, One, you couldn't share it. Two, we couldn't quantify that it happened. Three, they couldn't remember it. Um, And it wasn't specific enough. And so what, you know, what I find to be some of the most invaluable traits of playback is that the video content you can create is personalized and it's memorialized in the app. So every video, every physician, every nurse liaison made, we were able to store that and share it and have the patient's family share that with whoever they wanted to and rewind it and replay it as often as they wanted to. So they actually got to hear what the doctor said. And as you can imagine with COVID, people's clinical status changed so quickly. Um, We were sending updates all day long, letting people know what was happening. So it was crucial. I think one of the problems, one of the problems really is with this kind of thing is if somebody came to you, I don't know when Twitter started, but said to you like the day before Twitter started, hey, we made this app and you can like get your news on it and read it on your phone. You can make like little things, little quotes you can put on the web and everybody's going to read them and it's going to be really cool. You're going to like, what do I need that for? I mean, I get my news from the New York Times or I watch CNN or I watch Fox. What do I, what do I need that for? You know, and it's, it's, I mean, some aspects of this have to do with not realizing what the potential is, the, the, the valuable nature of, you know, essential social media type of application in healthcare. There's, you know, there's billions and maybe trillions of dollars spent on apps that do very little to the benefit of mankind, honestly. Um, Some do, but uh, I think that the strength of playback as it taps into the humanness and the human kindness of the practitioners, it does require an effort because, you know, you're going to ask someone who's taking care of somebody to contribute to their good outcome by explaining their medical problem, by talking about, you know, what the report, their, their, their MRI looked like what they should expect during their hospitalization, what they should expect when they go home. And it's as much for the patient as for healthcare provider. The, the truth is, is that outcome of patients, whether it's the emotional outcome or the actual medical outcome is directly related to not just what we're doing with our hands, but how they tra- how they pass through our environment. And then that their caretaker knows what happened when they go home. In the end, when you leave, now it's, it's valuable to make sure they know what they are supposed to do. And this has become a key part of the good outcome of healthcare. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it seems like it's such a simple technology, but it's so valuable. Just tell us, Dr. Langer, if you can, a little bit about how your patients have responded to this and, and what it's like for them and for their loved ones to be able to be part of the process. Well, I think it's it's been a pretty consistently positive thing. I mean, it, the biggest battle, honestly, is getting people on the app you know, have to download an application. They don't know what to expect. 
uh, they don't realize what what's being offered. So there's not a lot of incentive to do this unless you know it's going to be a positive thing. So we've worked hard to get people sort of dialed in on this right during their first office visit with us. And that requires, you know, an integration in their, that they download on their mobile device, whether it's a, you know, Droid or Apple. And then right in the office, we're creating videos about the office visits so that when they leave, they have a movie about their MRI rather than go, when they come in with a CD and they leave with a video on their phone and they can share that because we've created a new kind of medical record that's unstructured, meaning it doesn't have the the metadata connection to the met electronic medical record, which is really locked down, we've created a new kind of medical record that can be shared with anyone. You don't have to go through all the, you know, hoops and chains and moats around the, the structured record. And so by doing that, we've now provided a completely different kind of medical record. It's much more patient specific, patient focused, and truly personalized. You know, everybody makes a big deal about the, the future of personalized medicine, which really relates to cancer and your DNA. You know, we, we're, that's going to happen someday, but this to me is the true personalization of your of your medical care. It works well when they come into the hospital, that we can send them preoperative information, uh, COVID testing. We can uh, greet them with a video about what they're, uh, what's going to, what should occur. You can download documents, PDFs, Word documents into the app ahead of time. And so some of the legacy content that doctors have generated for the purposes of preoperative instructions and things can all be loaded in. And then when they arrive, they're prepared. They can be given information along their healthcare journey in the hospital, postoperatively, preoperatively, what happened in the operating room, what your films show. And they can share that with their loved ones when they come to visit. And then, of course, when they go home, as, as Greg pointed out, the discharge instructions, the medications, your follow-up, your wound, your dressings, all these things can be either videoed, audioed, texted. It's an extraordinary uh, um and very powerful uh, technology for for the for the work for the what we do in healthcare. All of us have been in that process where it's either your your care or a loved one's care. You want to know what the doctor said. How can I be helpful? How can I be supportive? And getting that information is probably one of the most frustrating aspects of of care. And you know, David recognized that obviously much earlier than the technology was available for it. So. When we built playback, security was, first of all, paramount, right? You have to make sure that that data is secure. So it doesn't sit on your phone. It sits in the cloud. Um, you use your phone to access that information. And that's kind of the primary um, relevance of the security to, to keep that data in the cloud and off, off your phone. And we give you the tools so that you can communicate that information in a way that can be easily consumed by the patient and, importantly, they can share it with their family and external providers. So this idea of being able to create the care team around the point of care is, is, is a very different component when you introduce mobility into that equation. So the point of care is wherever the patient is. And your ability to bring in care teams around that point of care, wherever it might be, is what's super positive and unique to what playback offers. And so Making that process simple, easy to use, yet secure is what we think about every day because we understand that more technology is, 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 a, is, a, is something that doctors don't necessarily want. They don't want another app. They don't want to deal with, with more comp, uh, complexities with the EMR. But if you give them tools that make them better communicators and you give patients tools so that they understand their care and they can share it and bring other people into that environment, that's a win-win-win all the way around. You know, one of the you want to go say one of the one of the biggest gratifications is seeing 
you know, this has been brewing for quite some time. Um, but, um, you know, I think two, first thing happened is you saw the rise of cloud mobility and pace experience almost simultaneously. You know, five years ago, cloud was basically an afterthought for the tip for in healthcare. People didn't want to, they had their own data, every hospital had their own data center. So using the cloud wasn't even an option. Mobility was popular, but not the, it's, it was still, it was getting close, but now everyone has a smartphone. And lastly, patient experience. I mean, Joe was hired to this health system. He didn't come from healthcare. He came from a completely different background. We have a whole set of people that the health system has brought on that have a unique experience, whether it's in the hotel business or media or, you know, communications. And that's because that's what's, those are those important traits of, of being dialed in on patient experience and having a, we never had people like this in the hospital before. So the fact that now patient experience matters, mobility is, is, is ubiquitous and the cloud is suddenly an opportunity that gave this app, it's the kind of the, the, the energy it needed because up until then we, we struggled. And one of the greatest uh, kind of um, feedback mechanisms that I have is watching my partners uh, and my, my closest colleagues use it. You know, Griffin Baum is an example, who's one of my junior partners, joined us a couple of years ago, and he's taken it and used it in an entirely different way than it was necessarily anticipated to use it. And that's because it's like, it's a tool. It's not, there's no right or wrong way to use it. You can use it uh, as in, in so many different, it's like, how do you use it? social media? Like, how do you, when you make your Instagram post, how do you make your post? Well, no one's, no one, you can do what you want. And it's the same thing. We're bringing the, the simplicity of, of those types of, a mobile functionality to, you know, essentially patient care, which is, there's nothing else like it. And uh, that's what makes it special. Yeah, Joe, I mean, this seems like this must have been a godsend during COVID because pa patients weren't allowed to have family members into the hospital. Uh, there must have been some powerful stories. Do you have any stories that you can share about how it really made a difference in somebody's life to be able to have uh, playback health? Absolutely. Uh you know, what's great about that is that I could not give you one story. I could give you hundreds of stories where um, every day there'd be letters, there'd be comments. Uh, one family in particular where, you know, at the very, you know, kind of classic presenting COVID case, someone was relatively healthy, instantly fell ill, got very sick very quickly, became hospitalized and kind of all communication felt like it was cut off. Uh, and this this husband and wife were, were terrified, like everyone was, around what was going on and what was the latest up-to-date information. Did this happen? Are you trying this? The news was saying that, right? I, my friend told me they should be doing this. I couldn't speak to the doctor today. And once we had this piece of technology that allowed us, one, for the family to see the care provider, they got to see the doctor, they got to see the nurse that was caring for them, that face, and despite that our faces are half covered with masks and, and eye shield protection, you could see the human caring for your loved one. And, uh, and it was incredible. And so uh, a particular family, uh, they ended up, a uh, gentleman was here probably for two to three weeks, uh, went through a very extensive, you know, stay during COVID and had a great outcome. And his wife sent us a letter, about a three-page letter. And in that letter, she labeled every single person who sent her a video in playback that, she, that made sure that she was kept in the loop about her husband. And as, as Dr. Langerman mentioned, uh, you know, Dr. Baum was, was one of those doctors, um, you know, a, a neurosurgeon helping in the height of, of, of the COVID pandemic to ensure that every patient, that every family was communicated with every single day all along the way. And when you can connect dots like that, when you've got technology, when you've got providers and you've got people at the other end consuming this, wanting it, you know, as Greg said, I mean, it's, it's the perfect thing you could imagine from a communication and experience standpoint. 
we're doing the right thing for people, right? And, and, and we're, we're not just meeting the bar, we're trying to, we're exceeding the bar of expectation. And what's so great is that, you know, we try to find all of the, the silver linings we can, the, the, the amazing lessons learned because of COVID. Things we're now going to do better than we ever did before. And patient and family communication is one of them. So currently today, we use, we use Playback Health to communicate to still to our COVID patients today as their family members can't be at the bedside. But what we are doing is communicating with every population with Playback. Maternity, right? With, with patients getting ready to go for any surgical procedure. Patients being discharged, right? I mean, we all kind of imagine and have this amazing wish that if I go to every, every new doctor I go to, could I bring all the doctors I got to see with me in that room? So you as the doctor could talk to that doctor, right? Because I may mix it up, right? I'm the patient. I may not get it as specific. So could you talk to that doctor? And essentially everyone is walking around with the, the smartest device in, on the planet in their pocket. And we've just enabled it for them to have that access. So it's, it's pretty incredible. You know what else we saw? You know, they, it's easy to be happy, you know, to give good information. Um, during COVID, we obviously had a lot of bad information to deliver. And a lot of the other hospitals used FaceTime or, you know, when people were on their essentially dying or, or going to die, they, the, they were just basically seeing the video or a FaceTime. It was a transient thing. And, you know, I actually watched a lot of the videos that were being made. Um, certainly our department, we were a communication source for a whole bunch of different units. Griffin, Bomb, also I mentioned before, myself, Jason Ellis, you know, we were in the units. And I, I've watched a bunch of Griffin's videos where he was literally, you know, uh, the emotion of what was going on and the um, exactly what to be expect. And so, I mean, the last thing you want to do is like, everything's fine. And then a, a few days later, oh, by the way, your, your, your loved one's not going to survive. And then so all these, you know, lack of, it wasn't that people weren't empathetic. We just didn't have tools that allowed us to, to do the, do it the right way. And when you can just record something, memorialize it asynchronously and get that to a patient family, that more than makes up for the lack of a phone call every minute, because they're always worried. They're always thinking what's happening. And by memorializing, they can watch it multiple times. They can watch it again. They can show their other loved ones. And these were profoundly impactful uh, experiences for the families and sometimes for the patients. But, uh, you know, the end of life stuff was um, particularly uh, sad, but also I think the families appreciated the effort that was being made. And there's no other way to do this other than in this way. It's impossible. And, you know, we have... Just when you read, when you watch these, you really get a, you get a feel for exactly what's going on because we were right there and uh, being in the midst of it was uh, really something. And I think that came out, we could be physicians and be human beings at the same time. And that was a, really an incredible, another powerful aspect to the app. Yeah. I think one of the toughest things is just not knowing, you know, they say knowledge is power. And like you said, you can now play this back and there might've been something that you didn't think of or something that you know, a question that you had, and then you can go back and listen to what the doctor said. Uh, maybe, like you said, see the chart, see the the um, scan, whatever it is. Uh, Greg, when you designed this, did you see this having uh, such limitless uh, possibilities? Dr. Langer before called it a tool, and it's what you do with the tool. Did you see this, that it was going to have so many applications and possibilities to basically be a game changer in the in the medical field? Well, that's a great question. Uh, you know, first of all, David had been using this concept for, for 10 years before playback really started and before we did the develop. So we had a great use case in neurosurgery to understand how impactful using video in the communication process. But basically, when you think about what playback is, is that we're just bringing the same communication tools that you use in everyday life into healthcare. The opportunities are limitless as to how people are using this. And we learn new use cases every single day. What I've 
what I've discovered through this whole process is it's really about the who. You know, who are the people that you're surrounding yourselves to produce this type of stuff? It took someone like Dave, who has just, you know, unlimited optimism in life in a world that, you know, you can get easily discouraged. But when you find people like like Dave, who can take this optimism and this grit and just storm through this stuff because he's been doing this for a long particular time. It's pretty contagious. You know, that, that type of enthusiasm, that type of grit is really contagious. And so when we went out and found our technology team, who are just some, some of the most talented guys I have ever seen, and I've gone through a couple of technology teams, we've really focused on the who. Who are the people that we bring in? What, what, do, they, what do they bring more than just experience and talent? You know, what, what is their attitude about this? And, and I tell my kids all the time, you're the average of the five people you hang around with and, uh, and, and to continue to try and strive and do better really starts with the people you surround yourself with. So I would say that our success is really because of the people who use it, the people that have built this and the people that see the future for this type of technology solution in healthcare. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the things we, we talk about when we, we talk about what makes doctors good doctors great is that, and doctors will tell you this when, when we see the patient engagement scores, is that they say it's all about communication and being able to communicate with your uh, patient and to be able to provide that information. Joe Leggio, for you in this patient experience, do you ever think that this would be such a game changer in that regard uh, and how important communication is? So I'm so glad you asked me that because at the very beginning, I, we, I guess we weren't thinking that far out, right? I wasn't thinking about what would the return on the HCAP scores be? Would this be driving us in the direction? I just said, this is the right thing to do for people and we need to do it. And so we did it. And then it started with these, these positive comments. Then it started with letters and then longer letters. And then of course, everyone wants to look at the data, right? What did the data say? Was this actually driving it? And I am so proud to say that across the entire building for all of 2020, Lenox Hill Hospital had the best physician and nursing communication scores it has had in the last decade. Um, beating all of the goals we had set the prior year. Um, and that is both for COVID and non-COVID patients. So you have to look at what did we do differently in 2020, right? We had all the barriers set in front of us, right? We had everything from restricted visitation to, to dealing with the most, you know, the craziest pandemic we all could ever hope to never imagine, right? All these, these factors playing in here. But at the end of the day, we communicated to our patients and families. And then when they send those surveys back, right? Every one of those surveys, every number that comes back is a person. It's a person, it's a family who had a moment. And I think, you know, Greg, to your point, we all memorialize and we all socialize our journey and our story, right? And we do that, right, on social media. And some people do it more than others, right? Some people share everything, some people share nothing. Um, but we're all looking for ways to reflect, to share our story and our journey because they're all so different, right? And, and they're personal. This is your healthcare story, right? And you get to decide who you share it with, how you share it, but it's your healthcare story. So it's it's just incredible. So we are... Um, I am so pleasantly surprised and excited to have these incredible results, to have these amazing letters. And as I said before, this is something that, you know, thank God, you know, hopefully we're getting past, you know, COVID and, and with vaccine rollouts that we're moving in the right direction, but we are not going to let these things kind of fall to the wayside again, right? Playback and using and leveraging technology like this is something that is part of our day moving forward. And what's so great to see is that patients are so happy with it. You know, Rob, uh, one other thing that you, you, you had mentioned earlier about, you know, some of the other different ways and are we surprised by it's being used? What we have found more than anything else, and this actually did surprise me, is, is the extent to which playback is being used as a provider to provider tool. 
for updates, um, to discuss the patient's care, to uh, use it as an education pro- uh, platform. So, uh, and to be able to go back and say, what did we do for you know, patient XYZ? Is that applicable here? You have this vast store of knowledge and experiences that can be used in so many different ways. And I think that's kind of, you know, that's been kind of one of the big pluses about this is that we have seen providers use this as their point of communications tool. And it's showing to be a real big productivity enhancer. And that's, and that's a great thing. And that's something we really need in healthcare to, to help the front line. Yeah, 20 Minute Health Talk, we always like to end on a positive note. So if we could just go around the room and just tell us what gives you hope and optimism going forward. So I will start. Uh, what gives me hope is that over the last 12, 13 months, um, despite everything we have seen, I have seen more kindness in people. I have seen more empathy. I have seen more patience, more compassion, more understanding, uh, more helpfulness in every way. Uh, and, you know, it's you believe in people. You believe in love. You believe in the things that we do uh, together. And, you know, to see, our, our colleagues, right, our neurosurgeons, you know, wearing a different hat that day because they needed to because they were part of a team that saved lives, but they did it in a different way is an example of one of millions that I could give you around people stepped up to the plate and really helped each other. So seeing that in humans and seeing that in us gives me hope. Yeah, I, I would say that um, I'm. I look at the two guys that I'm that I'm speaking with right now, and in, in David and Joe, very different uh, backgrounds, very different um, responsibilities in the in the hospital, but we all share the same thing, which is we want to see healthcare do better. We want to see uh, patients served, um, and there's so much we can do. There's so much low hanging fruit to really make a difference, um, but it's not easy. And uh, and and I'm inspired every day I walk into Lenox Hill and see people like Dr. Baum and Dr. Langer and and uh, Dr. Ortiz and Dr. Ellis, all of these people that are working every single day to do better for the patients. And uh, if playback can be a small part of that, that's fantastic. Um, so this project goes back to 2007. And despite knowing this was the right thing and multiple iterations of this that were, you know, start and stop and who's paying for it, how are we going to do it? There's always reason not to do things like this. And despite the pain of the pandemic and the, um, the disruption this has caused to all of us, our children, our family, our loved ones, through, through stress and chaos, very often comes opportunity. Um, if you look at, you know, many, um, look at Zoom. I remember hearing about Zoom for the first time uh, in the early March of last year when someone had known this was out there. And up until that point, I'd never even heard of it. Now, if you haven't heard of Zoom, it's like not hearing about water. So... I think that uh, my lesson, what my hope is that, um, you know, all this hard work and all this effort that we were making before the pandemic, I would never wish the pandemic on anyone, but we were positioned. We have a great leadership team. We have a great technology group. We have a great hospital. We have great leaders like Joe and on the patient experience side and Griffin uh, amongst others on the, on the patient care side. Uh, And then we have this technology that was sort of waiting in abeyance. And all of a sudden this pandemic happened and, it, it stressed the system. It forced us to get out of our box. It forced us to do things differently. And we're never going back. You know, we're never going to go back to face-to-face things for certain things. We're never going to go get rid of telemedicine. I mean, telemedicine is a perfect example. It's become accepted finally. Uh, we're not going to go back to some of the s- silly things we were doing before that were 
not efficient and, and wasted time because we have things are just waiting for the right opportunity. So my hope is that this this is a new era we're living in. There will be an identification of not just, you know, that we went through something terrible, but that something good will come out of it and that we're going to use technologies, playback and otherwise, to enhance our world uh, in healthcare and outside of healthcare. And uh, in some ways, this experience is going to make us all better. And uh, hopefully we'll live in a different world, uh, you know, when this is all over, that uh, somehow we were happy we went through it in some bizarre way. So that's my hope. And um, I, I'm really grateful to be in this hospital with these, this team on both the medical side, on the technology side, on the hospital side, that's allowing us to grow this thing organically right here in Northwell and, and do something extraordinary and, and unique and set, our, set a new standard for the future of healthcare. Awesome. Well, Dr. Langer, thank you so much. Joe Leggio, Greg Odlin, thank you guys so much for joining us here on 20 Minute Health Talk. And to you who tuned in, thank you for listening. I'm Rob Hoyle. Have a great day. Get more expert insight from some of the leading voices in healthcare today. Subscribe to 20 Minute Health Talk on Podbean, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts.